Hello, and thank you for listening to this episode of the Billy Newman Photo Podcast. My name is Billy Newman. And I'm Marina Hansen. And Marina's joining me today to do another episode of uh, the Billy Newman Photo Podcast. We're at episode 39 now of ones that we've uh, posted. We, oh, took a, wow. we took a break for a couple of weeks, which is all right. We were on vacation. A cool vacation. Pretty cool vacation. So that's what we're going to talk about on this episode is catching everyone up on a few of the things we might have hinted at doing on the last podcast that we did before we left for Maui. It was pretty cool. So we got to go to Maui on February 19th. That's when we took off for our vacation. I don't want to make it all about just uh, that it was a cool vacation, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like travel bragging. Uh, but I guess we would talk about it because um, we are gonna we have all of our photos from there that we just got back. And so um, we're going to try and like edit through. We're going to scan through all those film photos. And we've been like going through and working on the, the pictures that we got on all the digital cameras that we have. We shot a lot of video too, I think, with the digital cameras. Right, yeah. And that'll be really cool to go through, um, I'm thinking. So yeah, we should talk about Maui stuff. How was Maui for you, Marina? It was great. I hadn't been back uh, for nine years, so it was really cool being there again. It was cool being there as an adult, getting to drive around the island and go everywhere. Yeah, I had a great time getting mopeds. That was yeah. the best part. So like on a trip, we I think we spent a couple of days without a vehicle to get around, but we stayed on what would be like the south side of Maui Island. Right. Yeah. And it would be, I guess, like a, a west facing coastline of the island. But over there in the Kihei area, we like rented a moped. We rented two mopeds. And then we just got to cruise around that side of the island for the couple of days that we had it. It was like the best way to get around. It was so much fun. Yeah, it was great. The mopeds were a really cool way to get around. Um, and yeah, it was uh, most of that south section of the island on, yeah. on the part that faces sort of west. It's If you look at Maui on a map, it's kind of funny shape. Yeah. So the south side kind of looks like the west side because it is facing yeah, the it's, it's a, it's first a west section of it. Coast. But uh, yeah, Kihei is right there and that's where we were staying for our visit. And then uh, that's where we went to our mopeds from. And we took them from uh, like North Kihei down uh, through Wailea and um, like the McKenna, McKenna area yeah. and uh, down to La Perusa Bay. La, La, Perusa, La Perusa Bay. Bay. Yeah, yeah, that was a great where, ride. That was yeah. so fun to do. We, I was looking at a couple of photos that we took up just the mopeds themselves when we like uh, <laughs> threw the kickstands okay. up, took them against the picture. At, what is it, Haleakala in the background, the, the top of the mountain? I guess it's just like the or the big the big mountain on the island of Maui that we got, also got to go up on and take photos of. But when we were down by the coast at La Perusa Bay, I think yeah, we pulled the mopeds over, had some pictures of those in the morning. It was great. It was such a cool yeah. ride though. It was, I think we we got up. At like around 6.30 or so, left at 6.45, and then we were down at the bay on our early morning moped ride by like 7.15 or so. Yeah. And did a few things there and then got to work our way back up. It was great. Yeah, I think with no traffic, it took, yeah, yeah, no like traffic saying, was like great. a half hour or less to do yeah, that was whole pretty section easy. on the mopeds. Yeah, it was nice. Well, we did it with those higher powered uh, mopeds that we had at the end of the trip, I think, in a pretty short amount of time too, the ones that right. like kicked up a little faster. Yeah. Keep us going at 40 pretty steady. Yeah, because we went all the way down to, was it Big Beach for that? Or did we yeah. go? Yeah. Yeah, we went We went there. Yeah, for that morning trip that we had the mopeds for. Right. Yeah, that's right. That was cool. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. But yeah, it was really cool having the mopeds on that section of the island and going back and forth. We had a couple cool, um, so I shot through like three film rolls during the trip, which really isn't as much as I thought. 
but we shot a lot of underwater stuff and really yeah. we tried to like yeah because we had that camera where we just like take it into the ocean so we used that a lot to do like video and photo stuff in the water that was really fun i don't know how those would turn out though we have like i a, got a, i got i think five well two of them are similar photos but they're different yeah. enough that i'm going to use both of them so yeah i'm counting them separately but i think i got about five solid pictures with the underwater camera that i really like that, that sounds about right i might have three i have a little sea turtle picture yeah i like I that, see sea that turtle picture one. again that was fun and then there's a few videos that i definitely want to go through and yeah. make a little trip video out of that'd be a lot of fun yeah, there's big waves too. and stuff and just going in through stuff and swimming around underwater all those would be pretty fun to have but then there's those other videos that we took on on your dslr of, uh, right, of like the, the poi spinning stuff those worked out really cool i really like those i want to work on like color correcting them or like you know kind of tuning them up a little bit me too to i really nice. want to do we should, that yeah we should put clips of them out yeah i want to get a uh, final cut on my computer yeah to yeah. do some editing stuff what is uh what is the program i would use for the editing that would be like adjusting the lighting and the yeah, right, Final, Cut, Final, Final Cut, Cut would definitely do, do it for you. Yeah, I've never I don't have really video used... editing experience really. Oh at yeah, this point. yeah, we should do it's some pretty video late. stuff. <laughs> yeah, uh, like we've been talking because we we need to do that spring cleaning stuff. We should talk yeah. about that too. But um, but yeah, we need to wipe those computers, wipe the computers, clear everything off, and then rebuild them with 2016 software and new stuff and make it work for us for the year. You know, like get all the the creative software that we need, get good versions of it, get the the tablet working or the, right. the wacom yeah. tablet for yeah, photoshop stuff Illustrator. that all should be like up and running and uh yeah so we should work through that over the next week and then we yeah we can put final cut on your computer i have I have a version of it ready for you um awesome. whenever yeah whenever your computer's ready for it and uh yeah we can put it on and we can go through some editing stuff or i mean even for some of the simple stuff that we're talking about we can do it on my computer if we just want to get the clips ready um which we might want to do for this since, uh, you know, it's like a trip that, gosh, it's already been like. It's already been 10 days. Oh, uh, man. It's been uh, so long since we even came back from Maui. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I want to I want to get those videos processed. Yeah. Um, we can color correct them. Final Cut does a pretty good job uh, with with the, just the color wheel stuff that they do. It processes pretty well. It's a lot faster than any of the stuff that was around, like, back in 2005, 6, 7. Oh, man. That was so hard to do anything with. It was really because you just had no contrast, no saturation, no no color of anything. It, like because it was video transfer back then. Like you transfer from like a mini DV tape, and you do a firewire transfer over to your computer, and then put it into your software. But it was still four by three. It was that kind of square format, and it looked really gray. There's no greens, no reds, no like strong contrast, nothing close to HD. It was such a pain in the butt, and then none of like the color correction software even in in final cut back then really did much at all to help you out in a real way i mean there's a lot of movies and stuff that were made during that era a lot of color correcting happened but you had to be at such a higher level of of doing it and working in it and like using lighting to correct it mm -hmm. that the software really couldn't do anything now it's a lot better at like doing noise reduction stuff at like um adjusting the the brightness and the tone quality of it it's also a little funky sometimes too you have to be pretty subtle with it but we could work on the videos that we took and cut out some of the noise add a little bit of contrast add more saturation to it and kind of clean it up so that we have pretty nice clips for us to use um when we when we put it out it'll be cool yeah that'll be really cool i'm excited to uh fix those videos up a little bit yeah or just get them 
get them edited, yeah. make them into, break them out into the little clips. That yeah, we are. should do that. There's we should some cut really them all cool down. Locations that we got yeah. to go to. Yeah, we should cut that out into a bunch of content. We should do like a couple longer videos that are sort of a couple pieces, and then we should break them on like 15 seconds or something. So you can put them on Vine or you can put them on uh, Instagram or whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, I wanted to be able to do that. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out a way to, to break out all the content that we were making on that trip into, you know, something useful or something that we, we can have ready to put out and uh, and share with people or, you know, just kind of put out on the Facebook page, yeah. and put out on Twitter and put up on the website. And so it's really cool that we finally got the film back or at least this part of the film. You've got a role to the yeah, still. still and uh, yeah, we've been working like over the last couple of days to do the scans through all the, all, you know, I guess the three roles so of film. Many scans. It's, yeah, it's, what it, it's not too bad though. It's, it's, you did a lot of it so so thank you very much for getting these scans made um but it's there are it's a lot of work to even get that few of pictures scanned into a computer it's like a whole couple days it seems like to get that much done um but yeah we got them on the computer i think uh i want to throw them into lightroom later with you and then we can work through like the good ones that we like and stuff that uh you know we want to send out or, or yeah for that'd be great yeah it'd be cool i want to I want to mess around with some of these with you. There's a couple cool ones in here that I, yeah, are really cool. From I really Hawaii like trip. some of those. I think that you got some pretty cool pictures while we were there. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's going to be some fun ones. So this will help keep my my stuff going for a couple of weeks. So I have some yeah, cool some photos to post up on my website. That'll be fun. Um, I want you to post some of the pictures that you took. Too. Yeah, I have been. I really cool. I'm, yeah. I saw I'm getting that them. first one come or that that's the only one. Um, Cause like I haven't sent out any yet from Hawaii. <laughs> so yeah, I got to get all mine set up and, and queued out to go. I think that'd be cool. But yeah, I like that first one from that. Um, that yeah. Trip. From our hike. Yeah. On that hike. That was a really cool hike. What was that place called? That was the Pipawaii trail or Pipawaii mm. trail. I might be mispronouncing yeah, yeah, that somewhat. Something like that. The one I could answer. It's uh, it's over in the Hana area. It's uh, I think it's also part of the, uh, the national park. Yeah. To or is that like part, part yeah, of okay. that same that same mountain because we use that same pass to get in, right? Yeah, yeah that was a yeah. Long so day. it's just a different section. So those are um, those are two a, good photo stories or like good uh, good things that we did. So that whole day that was super long. So we got the rental car and then we woke up at three thirty in the morning. Right. It was, it was yeah. So early. Oh man, it was too early. And uh, so we got out of bed and then got to the rental car and drove up to the the summit of Haleakala um, before sunrise, before dawn. And that's, I guess it's yeah. a touristy thing to do. I bet. I mean, I the it's just a cool it. thing. It's to a do. cool thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> tourists should do it. They're there. Um, and the people that live there should do it too. It's so, it's so cool. Cause it's yeah, you, really you go cool. up above the Marine layer up above all those clouds that sort of rest in the one, 2000 foot elevation level. And then you pass that you well exceed that. I had no idea that the, the summit of the mountain was so tall right there really over such tall. a small amount. Yeah. It space gets up to, island. I think 10,000 feet. Yeah. Over 10,000 feet. You just drive right up to the top of, and there's an observatory up there. And yeah. there's uh, like a couple of outlet or a couple of viewpoints that they have set up um, for the sunrise because it's a big thing that the people seem to do. Obviously, it's so cool though. Why would you not want to do it? So there's no space up there. It was packed with cars. And we got out once we, they, they have like a couple people up there probably getting up there 
I don't know, two or 3 a.m. just to start loading in cars and like do kind of traffic control stuff. So we got kind of sandwiched into a little box for sunrise. We walked over uh, to the big eastern facing wall over the crater of Haleakala. And then uh, we were there pretty close to the time of sunrise, which was good really because it was so cold up there yeah, at 10,000 cool. feet. Yeah, it was like, I don't know, I guess it was like in the 30s, 40s probably, but it was that really dry cold that or i don't know if it's wet cold or dry cold it was whatever one that gets to you it got to me a little bit but i was in sandals too i was kind of ready for hawaii i had like my i had my rain jacket on and uh and like whatever other layers i had but it was just like jeans and sandals and stuff um so it was a little chilly but we had our cameras and stuff that was fun to take a few photos of but it was really cool just to experience and like look out because you look out eastward to the shore of the island and then like out into just like the ocean but but in the morning there's so much i think it's just kind of like a natural part of it where the marine layer moves in and it takes time until the sun comes up to sort of burn that layer off or sort of evaporate the rest of that cloud layer which i guess happens over a little bit of time but on that on that side of the island on the east side of the island there are clouds that just sort of move in almost all the time right isn't that where the rainforest is or does it like yeah. just rain almost yeah, all the time is, over there? Yeah, that's uh, over in the Hana area. There's, okay. That's a ton of rainforest. ton of rainforest. Yeah, it was cool. The weather pattern over there was interesting how it would be cloud or partly cloudy all the time, but it'd be always nice. And then I like yeah. when we were like on the north side, it would rain a bit. It would rain a, like a lot, but it would still be like nice and comfortable out. It was, it was just cool being out there. I love being like in that climate. It was, it was better than a winter <laughs> here in Oregon. It's pretty nice rain <laughs> when it's raining over there. But we started our day uh, at the with yeah. sunrise at the top of Haleakala, and then we drove down the bottom of the mountain, and then got on that road to Hana. And you drove that little two lane, that really skinny, <laughs> narrow one width lane. of one bus, <laughs> two lane road, <laughs> or yeah, one lane, yeah. two way road. Uh, that that goes all the way down to Hana, which was a great time. It was re- I'm really glad that we got to do that. It was kind of scary, or it was like kind of it's adventurous road, trying to yeah. go through that little road. Uh, we, I think we have like a few handfuls of video clips of I trying to so. sort of scoot through the little tight little turns and stuff for all the Squeeze local cars that would just kind of blow right oh, through man. it, expect you to slow down and pull over or something. Yeah, there's some scary drivers. I'm surprised they do that because it's like I'm in a rental car. I don't. I don't know if I can. Are you, <laughs> yeah, you can hit me. I guess it's like it's okay, um, but yeah, it's just so silly how they like be like so aggressive and how they drive, get through stuff. But I guess maybe you have to be. Uh, but yeah, that was a great time. So we went all the way down to Hana. We stopped for a few and then got some lunch. Got a coconut. Yeah, got like a coconut got from a, a tree that's macheted open and uh, chomped on that. Drank the little little coconut water out of it. So good. So good. Got a plate of <laughs> chicken and rice. From a trailer. Yeah, a lot of food trucks. Did a lot of food trucks in Hawaii. They're strange though. Like so there's kind of like the Portland scene of food trucks, you know? It's like nice stuff. It's like like Korean bento like I don't know, Korean bento burritos or something. You you get like (laughs) some crazy kind of combination of a few different things. And then in Hawaii, you just get like these old trailers that are sort of (laughs) just like cut open and then uh, people are uh, inside with griddles cooking up rice Fresh or something fish. yeah fish or pokey get yeah some, lots like, of pokey bowls yeah, pokey bowls and a couple bucks over market value or like cheaper yeah. prices over here yeah so it's, it's a little expensive but i guess it's harder or i'm sure it's like really difficult to get that many resources over there all at one time 
like not many cattle, not much farmland, not, you know, not a lot of like stuff to kind of cultivate mm-hmm. for the population that's there. But a lot, but there's really like a lot of open space though. That's another thing I was really surprised by, like how much open space there is. Oh yeah, a lot of undeveloped area. Yeah, but private, I guess, like owned by someone or undeveloped intentionally. I'm not really sure why the reason is, but yeah, I saw that a lot on that drive to Hana. Like there's a lot of space in between. And then even still as it was, there wasn't a huge population out in Hana. It was kind of just a small little outpost town, it seemed like. Or, you know, there's like a little store, you know, a couple little things. And then the people that were there seemed to be in business on the tourism that would pass through just right on that road which was great. It was cool. It was cool for us to swing in, see a little coconut ice cream shop every three miles. It's <laughs> <laughs> a pretty great. cute feature. Oh yeah. It was great. So yeah, we went down to that, to that trail that goes out to, um, uh, I guess it, like it goes out to the bamboo rainforest or the bamboo forest, right? Yeah, and then past that, it kind of ends at this big waterfall that drops off the side of the cliff there and it looks really cool we took a handful of pic- well, we took like a bunch of pictures while we were there a lot of stuff in the bamboo forest that was really cool yeah. the trails kind of cut out and is on this sort of elevated walkway that you you kind of cruise along yeah to cut through the bamboo. yeah it's cool and the bamboo is so tall it's like i don't know it's like 50 60 feet in the air but it's just so tight and dense like how how densely the the stalks of bamboo can grow together and then how tall they can grow there it's really yeah. neat. It's, it's so a, cool. Yeah, it's a really cool place to get to walk through. Yeah. Or yeah, climb it's really through. fun. <laughs> got climbed. <laughs> yeah, I'm really glad that we got to hang out there for a while. Yeah, I really liked getting to walk through that that trail and get a few pictures. I liked getting to take some video there too. Oh, yeah. Really I'm really glad we got that video. That was one of the cool spots. So we did some video stuff. I cleaned off my photo board yesterday um, to, to like poke or to like print out all the new pictures that we have from Hawaii and from whatever other stuff we had earlier in January, but, but all the stuff from Hawaii, I wanted to like get it set up so that we can go through and pick out our favorites and stuff and then get a print set up or, you know, a, a folder set up of all the photos we want to print out. And then I want to put them up on the board, just kind of start over again. I've had these boards going since May, I think. Yeah, I think yeah, it, I think it was right. sometime around then, and then I like yeah, I got a couple things printed out. So I finished one up over the summer, one up over the fall. That was a lot of stuff from like October and November, September, October, November. I think it was the other one. And then I've sort of been on hiatus from working on the boards, or you know, like so I have this project. I've I've done it for I don't know. I guess when I started it, it was like five years ago. I haven't done it all the time, but when I I think it was like senior year of college, I remember you remember this, but I had like this, uh, this little press board. I wanted like an art project I could do for almost no money. And so I got like a, went to the dollar store. I got a little press board. I put it up on my wall and I decided that I'd like go out and I'd take cool photos or interesting photos or, or whatever photos I ended up getting that I thought were cool. I would go down and I'd get printed as just like a four by six. That was real cheap. And then I put it up on this photo board. And then over the course of three months, uh, or like the season, like, you know, fall, winter spring summer over the course of each season i'd fill up the whole board which would be about 50 pictures or so and then i'd uh, like have kind of a an art piece or you know like a whole wall art piece done by the end of that and it was cool too because it kind of made me sort of want to go out and get more pictures and stuff and so i did it like during senior year i did it after like our trip or you i think you helped me a huge amount with uh after our first trip we put together a photo board and yeah, stuff yeah. and then i've been trying to do it now since we've lived in this house too so i've done a couple like when we first moved in 
in the past and and then a lot of these over this year which was like i think almost all film pictures it was all the stuff from the summer little camping trips we did little festival stuff that we went to um and then just other personal photos probably all the same stuff that everybody can see on the on the blog like on the website, all those new photos that I, that I put out, it's pretty much just that list that gets printed out and then transferred up onto uh, a physical artifact that goes up onto my board. And so like took all the photos off and then we'll edit through all the Hawaii stuff tonight and over the next couple of days and make some cool pieces out of it. And then whatever we're excited about, we can go down and get like printed at Costco if we want to put an order there or better, like we've been talking about, we should get this printer going. Right. Yeah. I'm a, halfway through the process of setting up our temporary print station yeah, over there. Yeah, it's going to be we cool. Get that desk over there. I want to rejuvenate it. it. Yeah, like we've been talking about. So we have a couple iterations of the idea to go through. But yeah, we're going to grab a desk from the other room and we're going to throw it in here, put the printer up on top of it. We're going to network the printer so we can kind of all access it or we can both access it. And then, uh, and yeah, we, we have a new order of ink coming in and then we'll get right. a couple new sets of paper. So we have a, a couple better collections. Like if we want to do glossy or matte, or if we want to do four by sixes, five by sevens, eight by tens, or 13 by 19s, we can cool. just drop in whatever we want to and then make out our own art in the house. And hopefully it's going to be calibrated because like we've had a couple problems. So I say, hopefully it'll be calibrated ink, but we've had a couple problems in the past because we get this cheaper ink, um, that doesn't come out with the correct gamut sometimes yeah so it's like it it just gets like these weird muddy colors when it's supposed to look like a photo the ink colors the pigments they mix together and they just turn into this kind of grayish color where it didn't really ever send out any ink where it was supposed to in that spot and it just makes these kind of funky photos i think for a while it was like black the color black would just not appear it appear in this weird red gray color yeah so, so that's what that's what makes a great print is all your blacks looking like red grays. So I don't know. I hope we can, uh, we can sort that out. But yeah, I think it's just swapping the ink out for better stuff. Right. So we'll get better stuff. True. We'll get some new stuff. We'll try and calibrate it a couple of times. And uh, that'll be fun though. It'll be cool to try and get the printer going. Cause we yeah, have all I these. Think it'll be great. Yeah. We have all these frames going. Yes, we do. So we should fill, Gotta fill those frames. <laughs> Gotta fill them up with cool Maui photos. Yeah. I want to get, uh, I want to get really familiar with this printer over the next week or so and get, yeah. get it in good shape. We should get into because uh, I think there are some things we can more. do. Yeah, I think there are some things we can do to set it better. Yeah, we, we use their- this printer a lot. I've done a ton of prints with it over over the last while, and it works nicely to do at home. You know, I think it's cool. I think so, um, and I think it'll be great. Yeah, set up over there with uh, with stocked ink and um, like nice nice paper variety of papers nice paper that's gonna be a big a big thing for us that'll be really cool that'll be fun i think we can do better than like a lot of the print shops and stuff around here but it was weird though i was looking at maybe this is the bad ink that i'm using but it like fades over a couple years oh i was noticing that too and some of those a lot of sun fade i was looking at those pictures when i flipped through yesterday so strange yeah i took all the photos down from the board and then i put them into this photo album that i have of four by sixes of all the other boards that had uh, you know that had been up in the past and i was looking at those pictures though and there's a few spots like where where half the photo was exposed fully and then part of another photograph kind of covered up a quarter of it you know, and then so when you have the picture now, there's been this half that's been exposed heavily to the sun, but then this other little section that's been protected for a long time. Like when you're a kid and a sticker would peel off your toy and you'd see like all the bright color that used to be part of the toy 
underneath the sticker because yeah. it hadn't been damaged by the sun yet. I remember seeing that before. I had this little truck and like the sticker came off and it was like, oh, whoa, this used to be like red. I thought this was a brown truck this whole time because <laughs> it was just this beet sort of ugly brown color, but it was like this old bright maroon color under uh. that little sticker. So same kind of thing with these pictures. It's been beaten by the 18 minutes of bright sunshine it would get yeah. I don't know, at dawn through the through the living room window. <laughs> it get beat with that sun for a few minutes and then it's just sort of flattened out a lot of the colors there and it's it's washed them really bad. It's it really, has. Yeah, it's really strange how that is. So I don't know. So we should look at that for like the future stuff that we do because we'll try and get like nice stuff that's like archivable or that'll hold for a while. But what I hear though overall about a lot of prints is that they just fade. Mm-hmm. Stuff that you print at home, if it's not like well sealed or well protected after you do it, it just starts to fade. Bad ink, like weird knockoff Chinese ink, does it much faster, but they all kind of start to lose it after a while, like a tattoo or something. You know, even yeah. nice ones start to sort of filter Over time. out. Over time, yeah. Over time. But so all these photos that are going up on the photo board, they go up into Hootsuite, which I'm having a terrible time trying to keep full. You should set up your Hootsuite on that too. You should do that oh, even for cool. like the Hawaii stuff. Yeah, you should throw it in there and then set up a bunch of scheduled posts for yourself. That'd yeah, fun. that'd be cool. I can use it through the same account. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That'd yeah. be great. And uh, you can help keep mindful too. Um, but so I have it set up so that uh, when I when I get anything out onto Facebook or like like a picture onto Facebook, that goes to Flickr and then that goes out to my website and then out to a few other places too. So for a while I was going, I was going to Tumblr which I totally wrecked today. I did such a, <laughs> I did this thing. I was trying to get rid of this other blog that I had on Tumblr way back that I set up the account under. But when you, when you delete the blog that you set up the account under, it deletes all of the other blogs that you've made under that account. Why? Really dumb engineering on that one. I don't know why. That's terrible. Yeah, it was really dumb. So I got rid of this Rogue River Photos tumblr page that i made back in 2009 and i wiped out my tumblr blog that i've had up for a few years uh, and it just poof gone and it was like and toast. you can't it, there's nothing that you can do about it They're i might gone. be able to email back or i mean maybe i could do some sort of restore but uh, but it's not the end of the world because zero people followed me on tumblr <laughs> I had zero interaction with anyone, but I'm going to try and change that. So I switched it around. I, I wiped that all out. I started it up under a new email address. I have the same account number or account name. Like I have the Bill, Tumblr forward slash Billy Newman photo. And it's just going to be a grid of all the pictures and stuff that I put up, which it works great. It's really nice to do that. Or it's easy to do because then all your stuff like exists on Tumblr too. So I was going through the day and I was trying to like add a ton of Tumblr people uh, to the to like my follow list. I'm trying mm-hmm. to kind of like network with it more. And then tomorrow I'm going to go through and I have this folder on my computer at work. And I think probably, I think on my laptop here too, of all the, the, the social media photos that I've had posted over this last year, all the resized versions of it, or I don't know, some kind of resized version of it. And I'm going to try and throw all of those up on Tumblr all at once. It's just to, so that it repopulates it. And then it'll be set up back with, uh, with the, the automation account that I have. So that every time I post a new blog to my WordPress site, to the main site, to billynewmanphoto.com, it'll also drop uh, and it'll synchronize to this Tumblr site for me. That's a really good system. Yeah, it's really cool. And then at the same time, it's dropping out to 500px and to Flickr. Um, Do you you use Flickr? Do you have an account with that? No, I should though. 
Yeah, seems like- you should set up an account with Flickr. I hate Flickr. I don't like using Flickr. I don't think it's very fun. Such encouragement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that all of these things are kind of dying, but it's like I asked to be a photographer. Yeah. And this website That's for that. does that. So I guess I got to work there too. Does that make sense? I don't know if that's like a real mindset or not. I think Flickr is one of the ones that yeah. is used more. Yeah. So it Flickr makes sense that that would be where you should go. And Tumblr. I need to spend a little time in. So all and all I'm doing with that is I'm setting up an automated account. So anytime I put it up in Hootsuite, it also goes out to Fiverr MPX. It also goes out to Flickr. The problem is, is I'd kind of abandoned those channels for the longest time. Like I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't follow anyone. I didn't comment on anything. I don't, I don't want to interact on those networks because I don't want to spend time there. But I think that the minimum that I have to do is I'm going through, and I've been doing this over the last week, is I go through and I'll, I'll add, I'll go through and I'm just looking for groups that I want to add or be a part of. And then like uh, people that I can follow that are in there that are interesting. And I'm just going through and I'm trying to get through adding in like a hundred people a day. I'm just trying to, to be act, to be active for a hundred actions on 500 PX and then a hundred actions on Flickr a day to sort of push that up a bit. I don't know if that probably won't ever add to any more views or interest in the photos that I, that I have. It seems like for whatever reason, like the keywords in my title or something are the only thing that really seem to like pull people into like noticing that photograph. Does that make oh, sense? I put something on. Does it have to do with like searches? Yeah, it must be something like that. Or it's, uh, uh, it's broken out into just like a stream of new photos that are coming into the site and people see oh. it and then make a mark on it. But it seems like every photograph I put up gets, you know, 10 or so interactions, but I want to just kind of push that out because that's not, enough at all and i don't follow anyone on 500 px i don't follow anyone on Flickr, or they don't follow me in reciprocation so there's just no interaction i don't do anything in the groups i don't post any of my photos into the groups and so i just kind of end up being an invisible part of the network because i'm not interacting with the network i'm not making connections anywhere in it so i'm going to try and get better at that and it's been good over the last like week or so it's probably been valuable for me to do it i'm going to do it for a month and then i'm going to stop because I'll have done, you know, a lot of work to kind of prepare that channel to seem a little bit more realistic. Mm-hmm. And then I don't have to manage it as much. I think also simultaneously while it's going to those, it's also going to Pinterest. And I really want to push up Pinterest more so that, I don't know, so that it gets like some use or that there's some yeah. like, notice to it. So I want to try and clean that up a little bit. I think I probably have it going out in a funny way. But that'll be like a ton of the new photos from Maui and stuff that are going up there soon. It'll be cool. So many places. So many places. Yeah. The other place was the the gorge. We did the gorge trip this last weekend on Saturday. Yeah, that we, was we really cool. We went up cool. to visit it through, uh, through Hood River, got some lunch in Hood River, and then did that um, did that hike up to the waterfall, or we saw those two yeah, waterfalls. Yeah, we went to the, gosh, I can't remember right now what the trail was called. The waterfall that we were hiking to was Fairy Falls, which cool, is yeah. a part of this whole stream that seems to flow through like that little canyon yeah. section yeah that went on it was for a really while. cool it was a really neat yeah hike. really I beautiful been spot through that before the gorge has a lot of stuff that we should definitely check out that was I fun spending some time up there agree. on saturday to do and so we, we took a, a few pictures up there i brought the 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 big stopper that 10 um the 10 stop filter that i have and so i put that on the plate of the, the front of the camera and we were trying to experiment a little bit with that 
um, to do some long exposures of the creek water kind of flowing down or the waterfall um, dropping the water, you know, across the rocks. So we took a couple pictures of that. It was also just rainy and dark out <laughs> for most of the day and shooting with a yes, 200 speed film camera. It's a pretty slow shutter as it is. So it took just a few not needing any of that stuff at all. It turned out. But it was fun. It was cool. I got wet shoes and we hiked up. Oh, we hiked up to like the top of it. Oh, there's so yeah. many like switchbacks. <laughs> so we like, there's like the, the big, the big first waterfall that we passed. Right. That was really cool. And then you keep going up past that, a bunch of switchbacks. You got past that to this lookout point where you can look out, out to the Columbia River and the gorge and the other side over to Washington. But then behind you, you keep going back and that's where you get to that that other fall yeah. what was it called fairy falls fairy falls up there and then i think the trail just keeps going past it does. that yeah i think you can do a whole loop really like a big yeah i think it's a like a few mile hike that's cool that you can do i want to get ready for it was the other one like oneta falls yeah that's the big one yeah that I see the one that you hike in. through yeah. the water in yeah i want I really to really want to do one. that one i want to get i was looking at dry bags so we should get Oh yeah, you should get some gear back. You should show me those ones you were talking about. Oh um, yeah, let's do that right after the podcast. The show, yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah, they're they're gonna look great. We'll will be like a great thing for us to get. We should get some good some good dry bags for that'll be like long term adventure yeah. stuff that we can do. Yeah, it'll be a good size for us. And yeah, we can throw all our gear in there and then just kind of swim swim through <laughs> it. I guess <laughs> set up all of our equipment and take some photos. But I want to get a lot. I want to get repetition in more at a few of these places. Does that make sense? You know, like yes. I want to hit these hotspot photo places more times. times, more frequently, you know, instead of just once in my life, it's been like three years since I was at Smith Rock to take any good photos, you know, yeah. so I should like work those days. I should work the sunrises and the sunsets more. Yeah. It's, it's actually funny you mentioned Smith Rock. Cause I was actually just thinking about it recently too. And oh, the yeah. same idea of like, we should just be going to Smith Rock a few times. Yeah. A every, season. You know? yeah, every, yeah. Yeah. Every season. Cause yeah. It's not far from us at all. It's a really cool spot. I always like going there. Yeah. Go. Yeah. It's a fun day. We should try and explore. And it's really cool. Yeah. And I, I kind of, or I need to get out of that, that mindset of. Oh, I was there it two was, years ago. Yeah. Or like the Oneta Falls. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but the, I think it's Oneta Falls so. um, is a really cool spot. But when I think of it, I think of, all right, well, we need to like plan this this one trip that we're going to get to do there. Yeah. And then there are like all the other places that we're going to go. So we're not going to go back there necessarily. Yeah. But that's silly. And I want to go back. Yeah. We should just go back. And it's not hard. Yeah. It's not hard. It's only a couple hours of a drive and it's what I like to do. See, I want to be better anyway. So exactly. Shouldn't I be doing it? I like, I'm saying I like to do this with my (laughs) time. So I should probably do it more. I was thinking about that. Like I want to hit like, I want to have five sunrise options for that. Or, you know, like, yeah, I want to know what that place is like a few times a year and a yeah. few with there's more people on this day or this week day morning. It was really calm or there's nobody there. It's easy to get to. You could do photos without big groups and stuff. But I want to get to the point where like that's the case where I don't have to like be so concerned about, well, I like, guess this is the only opportunity I have for the next eight years to go over here yeah. and work in this spot or, you know, do whatever I want to work on. And that's where I'm thinking like these, these falls, Smith rock, the Alvord, Eastern Oregon highlights as a whole, the Wallowa mountains, like all right. these places that we like the most, we should, we should go, we, we should get to time. them the most. Or, you know? You know yeah. I mean? And so I feel bad cause it's like, well, I like the Willamette Valley, but it's not really photographable in a, 
in an amazing way, you know? <laughs> yeah, there are only so many times I need to take the yeah, same picture but I, here. But I'm here the most, but yeah. I don't like here for new photographs or for new novel projects. I don't like here the most. So yeah, we should try and uh, try and get out to cool photo spots more often. Yeah, I want I want to try to get into that mode of having our apartment be like our home base. Oh, Almost yeah. like we're not living here, but uh, we are. We are living here. I like the apartment but so much. I like I want to try to get into that idea of like we're just here when we need to be, but we're busy. Yeah. We're busy going out other places. Yeah. Yeah, we got to have because we have cool, going. cool camping trips that we need to be on. Oh yeah, waterfalls we need to get to deserts. Too many, to too photograph. many deserts. Too many deserts. We got to go drive around in. Be pretty fun. We have a good summer coming up. I'm so excited. Yeah, we're getting in summer shape right yeah. now. March is a new summer. Yeah, <laughs> gotta start summer shape. Gotta start now for summer. Yeah, it's a pretty chilly summer though. Uh, oh, it's yeah. so cold this week and it's so rainy oh man i was out really i'd so. take pictures like all week but it was just like waves of rain every hour or so it would just rain a ton it rain the most and then 10 minutes later that would kind of pass it would get nice again or get back to cloudy and then it would break open to partly cloudy and then it'd be full sunshine and then it'd be a pretty nice day and then it would get dark again and then it would start slamming you with rain <laughs> and it was it was rough. It was a little cycle oh. of that for the day. Yeah. Sorry, Billy. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's been pretty rainy this week. Yeah. It's been wet. Not, Missing that Maui weather. Yeah, I was going to say, not quite. 75 to 80 all the time. I like that. Yeah, it was better. It was a little better. I like that rain. Yeah. It was pretty fun. Nice, comfortable stuff. It was great. Rain you can swim in. Uh, oh, man. Thinking of Maui. Well, That'll wrap up just about everything for this episode of the Billy Newman Photo Podcast. I want you guys to check out BillyNewmanPhoto.com. You can go to the blog to see all the photographs that we were talking about. Probably a lot of the new Maui photographs are going to be coming up down the pike this next week. Um, check out, oh, rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. That helped out a lot. Anyway, thanks for checking this out. And thank you, Marina, for uh, being a guest on this episode. And on behalf of Marina Hansen, my name is Billy Newman, and thank you for listening to this episode of the Billy Newman Photo Podcast.